0: Welcome to the Revenue Accelerators podcast, a show featuring B2B sales and business leaders. Hosted by Accelogy founder and 19-year sales veteran with leadership experience in strategic, enterprise and telecom sales, Deep Triconod. This show uncovers strategies and techniques business leaders have used to go from 0 to 1 and beyond. If you enjoy this content, please subscribe, rate and review the show to help us reach more people. Revenue Accelerators is brought to you by Accelogy. We help B2B sales leaders improve sales performance by leveraging our patent-pending, data-driven sales coaching systems. Find us at www.accelogy.com. Enjoy today's episode.
1: Hey, everyone. Thank you guys to the Revenue Accelerators podcast. Today, I'm with John Brandes from the founder of Sales Bounty Hunter, John actually um I, it'd be much better for you to do an introduction of yourself than than me to try and attempt it. So please.
0: Uh well, yeah, so I um started my business uh, 18 months ago and uh, sort of fell backwards into recruiting and headhunting. Um uh, I initially set out to do sales consulting and I and I did uh, do a fair amount of that, but at some certain point I looked back and realized that you know, not 75% of my revenue was coming from recruiting and so I decided to really lean in and focus on that. That's awesome. Um, interesting. So how long did it take that switch from sales consulting to, to recruiting? It was somewhere between six and nine months where I like really made the decision and can say for sure, like this year I've done a hundred percent the recruiting and headhunting business. Okay. Awesome. Um, and
1: how, how's that going as a, as a former, as a former rep in charge of sales and things like that, like, now you're recruiting. Is that, is that a, is that a distinct, is that, was that, a, was
0: that a hard transition? You know, it's, I, I don't know that I would say it's hard. I mean, you know, I'm a big believer in everything is sales, you know, on some level. Agreed. And, and so, you know, certainly now it's, you know, I'm, I'm trading in people, right. Uh, and people, as well as, you know, my skills and experience to the businesses in terms of finding those people. So at Sales Bounty Hunter, you know, we we like to joke that uh, you know if you're looking for talent, we go out and track them down for you. That's sort of the yeah. Uh, the, I like it. Yeah, thank you. The, the sort of tagline, you know, you eat what we kill, but yep. um, uh, you know, it is it is it is different, you know. And I I never, I mean, I, I certainly recruited for my you know sales teams in the past, and I've done recruiting, you know, efforts on other, in other departments as well. You know, i been part of like the, you know, the interview team and, and that type of stuff, but have never been a full-time recruiter in the past. So, um, you know, been fumbling my way through it and learning about, uh, you know, how that business works and, and enjoying it really, which is the important part for me. That's awesome. Are you mostly focused? Is there an industry you're focused on? Is there a geography that you're focused
1: on? Like how, how do you draw your lines?
0: Yeah. You know, it's one of the things that I have, uh, as a focus to to sort of narrow down and get that niche, but for right now, I mean, you know, sales is certainly an area of expertise, and so I've done a lot of placements with for, for salespeople. Um, and but I, also finding law firms uh, coming up again and again. A lot of repeat business with law firms, and so I've, I've actually been placing attorneys. And uh, you know, that's that's fun. Just in terms of you know, it's a high ticket uh, item, and um, you know, seems like a, an area that I could really drill down and 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 create a niche for. That's awesome. Um, Are you mostly, um, so when
1: you, your sales bounty hunter, but you mentioned law firms. So like, is it, Are they lawyers that you're you're hiring or is it, is it, is it kind of like, like, how how does that, what is the overlap? If you can describe that, or is it in that particular case, it's mostly just legal.
0: Yeah. It's a good question. You know, I, I have taken the step to go out and and register a URL that's a little bit more law focused, but you you know, the initial name was very much tied to the sales consulting side of things. And, and I found that, you know, some lawyers are kind of turned off like, Hey, I, I don't do sales, um, which of course they do. But anyway, (laughs) um, (laughs) yeah. You know, they don't want, particularly want to work for sales bounty hunter. And so that, that's a little bit of a hurdle to overcome. Um, at the end of the day, I, uh, I I get a lot of great feedback on the name and I, I kind of love it. And you're, you're probably not supposed to fall in love with those types of things, but um, it, it doesn't exactly say what I do right now. And so that's a little bit of a, a challenge. Yep. Um, but to your point though, yeah, I I do go out and find attorneys and place them as well as you know other roles within law firms we have done everything from office manager to, you know, executive assistants and uh legal assistants and paralegals and you know, all that good stuff. And um coast to coast. So that that's fun too. You know, it's it's certainly do a lot of business here in my geography. I'm in I'm in South Florida. It's it's beautiful, yeah. Uh certainly hot right now, but um <laughs> it's uh Definitely um, where I get a lot of business because that's where my network is primarily. But um, the nice thing about, you know, this sort of remote environment is we can, we can help people anywhere.
1: Yeah. That's, that's great. So um, with respect to how you pitch and who you pitch to, can you kind of talk through kind of a day to day, like what does that look like on the sales aspect for you?
0: I imagine it's, it's, Similar to a lot of folks, in the sense that you know, um, you know, at this stage in building my business, it's it's primarily me that's making that initial contact. I I have not yet built out a full team where I'm only handling you know the warm handoffs and those types of things. But um, I I'm pretty rudimentary about it. I I reach out uh, on job ads. So if I see that there's a company that's trying to hire, especially if it looks like it's been open for a while, um, use that to reach out and identify uh, if I can, you know, the, the, the business owner. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but often it's a cold call and I'm dealing with gatekeepers, you know, dealing with a receptionist and trying to trying to get past that to, to get to the ultimate decision maker. And usually what I find is that, you know, most people are not particularly excited about dealing with recruiters. I never was when I was a hiring manager, it was not a call I wanted to take. Um, and I went through a few different stages where I have worked with outside recruiters before and, and seen the value, but you know, I always just sort of felt like they were moving resumes from their inbox to my inbox um yep and i I find now that like you know it's it filters in a way right like so the people that aren't interested are not going to talk to me typically speaking right and but the ones who will at least entertain it or tell me why they're not going to do it like there's that glimmer of you know they may perhaps need to be convinced in terms of why um why there's a value there what 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 i can bring and ultimately it's a lot about time savings um you know most business owners can perform this function but it's a question of what are they giving up to do that? Totally. Um, that's as opposed exactly. to, you know, I bring some kind of magic, you know, person that nobody else can find.
1: That's a, that's a great point. I think um, that business leaders, you know, time, time management is key and delegating. And if there's someone that, you know, you can offload certain responsibilities and prioritize, that's huge. And That that's a great point. So
0: is that part of your value proposition? Do you like, absolutely. Yeah. We, we try to get you the result if, uh, as if you spent 20 hours on it yourself.
1: Okay. That's, that's great. Um, do you have any anecdotes or any, um, any kind of lessons learned from your travels and your, in your background, your professional experience on something you might be able to share?
0: You know, sales is funny, and I'm finding things that you overlap and and connect with, you know, different, totally different, you know, my previous life was mostly B2C. This is obviously very much more B2B. Um I I, I there's little overlaps and connective tissue between all of that, right? And you know, one of the things is you have to you have to balance your kind of never give up, never say die attitude and marshaling your meager resources, you know, where they're going to be most effective, right? Yeah. Uh, you can't keep pounding away at some you know, relatively small transaction long after they've said no, that's going to be a losing, you know, proposition for everybody. hundred percent. I've done
1: that. And I, 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 I corroborate the same.
0: Exactly. But at the same time, you know, we all have those stories where we, we persisted and we, you know, we kept going and we kept climbing the mountain until we got to the top and, and got paid on a, on a big deal. And, you know, I think, you know, the, the first transaction I did that was not, you know, a direct referral or some other kind of, you know, existing relationship Was a result just like that, you know, it started with me calling out on a job ad it, 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 you know, very quickly turned to somebody saying, no, I'm not interested, but, you know, not in so many words. What they said was, I don't need an administrative person. What I really need is an attorney. Uh, Can you find an attorney? Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, and, but then, even with that, you know, weeks of follow up to to finally get to the point where we had a signed agreement and, and could actually start work, and and then of course that's when the real work begins of now trying to go out and, and track down those attorneys. Got it. So so so, are you building a library of both
1: prospects and, um, like supply and demand side? Right. There's there's two sides of it. Like yeah. How you, so how do you navigate that?
0: One one thing I'm learning you know, in the recruiting business, they call it full desk, which is to say that you're both reaching out to the candidates and bringing in the product, so to speak, the people that the businesses yep. want, and also reaching out to the to the businesses, uh, the business development side of things, to get the clients to actually have a job to place and ultimately get paid. Yep. Uh, the way my business operates, I, I get paid by the businesses, so I'm not. There's no transaction between me and the client beyond the sort of you know I have to it, you know, it, it transfer that enthusiasm to the, to the, to the candidate. It right. hopes that they'll be interested in the job. Um, but you raise a, a great point, which is that it, it is, a, it's a balancing act. And, you know, at any given moment, I I wonder in, if I'm working on the right thing. Um, so it's a challenge I continue to wrestle with. The, uh, the, the thing about, you know, handling both sides of that is, you know, one, if, if the business development side is working really well, then I have lots of jobs to fill which in turn means I have to go and devote a lot of attention on the candidate side to go and fill those jobs. Otherwise they sort of evaporate. Uh, I, I, you know, in my previous uh, business, you know, what I did before, um, my previous job, I should say, uh, you know, I would always talk about like farming and harvesting, you know, as a salesperson, you had to be planting those seeds and, and talking to customers and, and, and sort of working them into the funnel in in hopes of one day being able to come back and 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 follow up and and harvest them, but you, yep. you so you had to kind of always be working on both sides of the funnel. You couldn't ju- if you just did one, you wouldn't necessarily get the right results because that repeat conversation and follow up is really important. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, building that network
1: and building that rapport with on both sides. But I mean, I I imagine that's that's a ton of networking that you're doing. <laughs> So, which which is great. I think that that caters to any sales job um, of getting yourself out there. So, like like you mentioned early, reaching out to to job ads and businesses that way. But then, what about candidates? How do you find? How do how do you reach out to candidates? How do you?
0: Well, you know, there's all the sort of obvious things, right? Like I have job posts that will people on LinkedIn will discover and apply to. Um, I also use LinkedIn tools to, to go out and, and find people directly. Um, and that is in its own way, a sales pitch where I'm messaging them to just entice them into that conversation so that we can have the opportunity to talk Turkey about the job and see if it's a fit for them. Yeah. Um, and generally my attitude is, you know, the funny thing is when people apply to jobs, I don't know if you've been in a job search yourself recently, but it, you know, a lot of people will say that the the job search process is broken right now, right? Like, yeah. Uh, I hear from candidates that have applied to hundreds of jobs, heard absolutely nothing, you know, maybe gotten a yep. handful of rejections, but not even a phone call, not an interview scheduled. Yep. Um, and that's pretty discouraging. And so I, you know, I've made it my mission here. You know, I'm trying to bring a human element to this process. I reach out and talk to everybody, even the ones that are pretty clearly not qual- you know, especially, you know, in an attorney position, I get all kinds of folks applying that don't have a law degree, don't <laughs> haven't passed the bar. <laughs> um, but my, my line of thinking is there, there may be something else that that they fit for. And so I'm, you know, like you said, building that database, and you never know where that relationship's going to turn. I've had uh, candidates that didn't fit in turn refer me business. Uh, so, you know, it's a great feeling when you, you those types of interactions pay off. Oh, that's good.
1: Um, I'm still curious. So, so, so to kind of I mean, take a step back actually, cause I didn't, I did, I don't quite understand. So you're, you're, are you focused pri- primarily on the legal field or are you also like outside of law firms and you're recruiting for act like, you know, sales account, like ex- account execs and sales managers and stuff like that? Like, how does, how does that
0: work? Yeah. So I, uh, I have not like, you know, really, hung up my shingle and made it, uh, a, a official that I'm like the law firm headhunter. Yeah. Um, but I am finding I, I, you know, about half my business is sort of coming from that vertical. Okay. Um, the other half, uh, is certainly, you know, some sales, but also, you know, really, and truly like it, you know, being a, being an operation of one, I'm not in a position to turn away any, any business at this yep, point. Yep. And so I, I, and I have a pool of candidates that goes beyond, just legal and attorneys, right? So yeah, yeah. I, I have a lot of administrative folks, a lot of salespeople. And so I'm actively looking to get hired for those positions as well. Yeah. Okay. So, so as you as
1: you go through this transition, um so that's interesting actually I'm gonna I'm gonna dig a little bit deep on like you mentioned roughly half is legal. Like how did that come to be? Was was that even more broken than the rest of the headhunting and recruiting um landscape? And that's that's where your value was there. It was like, all right, you know, this guy's going to get find us attorneys. He's going to do a better job than we can. And therefore, that's like, that's why you set out to do what you're doing.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I didn't necessarily say like, let me go be the legal guy now. But um, one thing that I've noticed is first, that first, you know, can, uh, that first uh, client I described was was the the law firm, right? And so that in turn led to a referral to another law firm. And, and, and in turn to another, right. So it's, it's sort of become like this snowball rolling down the Hill. Um, And then as you sort of have a concentration where I realize, like, man, I'm talking to a lot of attorneys, let me, and these are, again, you know, big, big revenue uh, deals, basically Yep. yep, Um, yep. it sort of feeds itself. And you're like, well, let me go now call out to more law firms and see who I can get hired for. Um, But, but at the same time, like, yeah, there's a lot of sales positions, a lot of salespeople, that I'm working on as well. So it, it, it's still uh, kind of covering all the bases in a way. And I, I you know, the, the real challenge is deep. I'm sure you understand this, right? Like you can't be all things to all people. You, oh, hundred, be, you um, can't
1: boil the ocean. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Boil the ocean approach is, it does not work, especially when you're a solopreneur hundred um, percent. But I, but I'm fascinated more around like how, how it's coming to into focus. Right. So like you set out, to do something, and it was kind of blurry. They're like, "All right, I'm, I think I'm going to do this. I think I'm going to do that, whatever it might be." And then your first client, like the very first one you got, was a law firm. But how did you even get that client? Like, so you're, you're marketing yourself as a sales headhunter, sales consultant, sales, and you stumble across a legal firm. So, like, how did how do you connect those two dots?
0: Well, it's even murkier than that because, you know, initially I was thinking I'm I'm a sales consultant and I'm going to help businesses grow revenue through sales process improvements. Right. And also, you know, hey, we'll roll up our sleeves and we'll do the selling too, you know, if if you don't have a sales team yep. to do it. And so I had my my first client was an online uh business that was uh, she would hate this description, but it was like the Amazon for small businesses, right? So okay. it's an online marketplace, go out and contact any business that's selling online and get them to list their products on the website. And so she's attracting a lot of customers. We'll bring those customers to your storefront, to your, your digital storefront, which now appears on her marketplace. And that was pretty good. I had a nice you know, commission for every store I signed up. Um I was going out to conventions and meeting businesses and and you know, signing up, you know, nice. several in a day. And it felt felt really powerful. Um, along the way, a, a buddy of mine who had an accounting firm uh was heading into tax season. And he had a key hire that uh he had gone through like four people in turnover and he <laughs> called me up and it was just like, Look, I know you're just starting your business and we've always talked about you coming on and helping me in some way. Um, I feel like my picker's broken. Can you help me with this? You know, um, administrative role. And so I said sure, you know, we we were I didn't even know what I was doing at the time but I basically, you know, got re- got retained for it and my thinking was just that I didn't really have uh money to go out and post job ads and stuff, so let me get a small payment up front so that I could go and do that. Um, as opposed to working full on contingency, you know, and so I, I posted the ads uh, and got uh, a, a ton of applicants. Um, and you know, basically, we—I did this intensive recruiting program where I sat in on the interviews with him to yeah. help him like make the decision. And uh, got somebody hired. They're still there today, and and that worked out great. And so now I, I looked around. I was like, well, I have all these administrative people. Let me see if I can find them a job. Um, and that's so the first like calling out the job ads I did was for administrative folks. And. One of the job ads happened to be well, not just one, but one in particular happened to be for a law firm that was hiring for an administrative assistant, and that was that conversation where he said, you know, well, what I really need is an attorney, and and then one thing led to another where you know now I've I've got this concentration in the legal field. Uh, You know, that's a fantastic story because I mean, what I take from that
1: is you had hustle, like (laughs) that hustle is really what got you where you're going, and it's it's a pivot, right? So like what you set out for a sales consultant. But where you found success was, I mean largely due to your hustle is like, all right this is this is a sweet spot it's a, it's a need that people have. and now you have referrals. you have referral customers that are actually referring you, and so I get it that's I love it. um I think that's that's a that's an awesome story. Um, is there something that you're doing now in the past? So you've been doing this for two years, two and a half oh, almost years? about a year and a half, yeah a year and a half. Um, since you, and and, well, let me take a step back actually. So why did you do this? Like, why'd you start? Like what was wrong with working as an employee for someone else?
0: Yeah. You know, um, I had, I worked for 19 years for the same company. I started out as a commission only salesperson. And, you know, at the time I had been a realtor before that. And I was sort of like, I really want some kind of base. So I'll do this just during the training period. And then I'll go find something else. And, I'm old enough now. That I actually answered an ad in the paper to get that job. <laughs> so um, <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know. Uh and so uh, you know, I I I did that and and you know, one thing led to another, I started making uh, a lot of money. I really fell in love with the place. And you know, I frankly I met my wife there, so I fell in love with her too. And um I uh, started getting promoted, you know, I became the manager and then ultimately like a, a VP. Mm-hmm. Nice. For sure, I was the chief revenue officer and um I just really felt restless though. I felt like I'd kind of gone as far as I could go with that, with that business. And it was, um, you know, it it really was something that, um, I had been kind of looking elsewhere for a while and, um, just one day decided to to make the leap. And, you know, I really was inspired by my daughter who, um, started her own business, uh, during, during COVID,
1: um,
0: and, uh, kind of watching her take something and turn you know, take nothing really and turn it into something was the, 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 the kick in the butt that I needed to like, really, you know, make it happen and get, and get, get started. And, and, you know, like a lot of people, I imagine, you know, there's this, you're on that edge and you're wondering, you know, what, what, what if I don't, you know, make the money that I was making before, you know, what if it doesn't work out, you know, what if I fail? Um, and, and you know thankfully I had the support of my wife who who basically said look you know if we have to live under a bridge we will but we're not that's not going to happen like we have savings that we can you know make it work uh, for a time so you'll dive in you'll do this and and we'll see what happens you know and um thankfully you know the way my business has gone I I haven't had to draw on that savings and we've just been you know able to you know my first year I replaced my my existing income and and this year is trending to to be uh, an increase above and beyond that. So that's awesome. Congratulations. That's Thank you. It. That's what every entrepreneur aspires
1: to is to like, <laughs> like just get out of the shackles of the the rat race of, and then also kind of be, you know, be in your own, be in control of your own destiny. Um, that's, that's a great story. Uh, is there anything um, that you you'd like to share with, with people about your story about your company's story that, um, that I didn't already ask you.
0: I, I love that question. Uh, I actually use something like that with, uh, the interview candidates that I talked to, um, basically, you know, if there's anything that I, you wish I would have yeah. asked you, what would you ask? But I, um, I, you know, I don't really have anything on deck. I guess I, what, what, what's speaking to me right now is just this idea of, you know, I think a lot of people are wondering, you know, it, sometimes the phone's really heavy, right? And, you, you know, you're supposed to call and, and make that follow up or, or take that action, whatever it might be. Knock on the door yep. uh, for the next sale or for, for the next deal or for starting your business, whatever it might be. And I would just encourage people to take that step and do it. Um you know, it's, it, it, you're, you're already at no, right. Like that's the sort of cliche. Uh, if you, you know, <laughs> yeah. wherever you're sitting right now, the is. door's closed, uh, it'll only open if you knock, uh, you know, so just take that action, do that step. Uh, I've made thousands of phone calls in my career, uh, probably more, more than that, you know, and, um, you still get that glimmer of like, ah, you know, I don't know if I want to do it right now or maybe they'll say no or whatever, just yeah. do it though. And, and it, it'll work.
1: That's great. That's great advice. Um, you know, the, 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 just do it kind of like, uh, the, 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 what is that? The Nike slogan. Yeah. Um, that's huge. Uh, I actually, it's funny. Um, when, uh, in college, my, um, uh, dating myself, I graduated in the mid nineties. Um, and I remember at that time I had some friends that, that would love to rap. And so they actually had a, they had a rap that was all about literally doing what you said. It's just, you know, take that step. Like, don't be shy. Don't be afraid. Don't be hesitant. Just actually go do it. And so there was a full blown rap that one of my buddies wrote around that slogan of just do it. Um, so it, 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 sorry,
0: I'm digressing. No, I love it. Yeah. If only we could go back and and play it, but nobody was recording those things. I know (laughs) 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 exactly. But, um, You know,
1: John, thank you so much for your time. Um, Everyone, hopefully uh, it was somewhat interesting to you guys. Um, I'm grateful to John for your time and I'm looking forward to seeing your success. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, dude. Thank you. And until next time, folks, um, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Thanks.
0: Be sure to check us out at www.excelogy.com.